How's it going everyone, and welcome to a very interesting episode of Geeks Crossing. Now, I made it very apparent on this podcast that I'm a huge Pokemon fan, considering I've done many episodes regarding the series, especially when I ranked the gym leaders, Elite Four members, and even champions. As much as I enjoyed those episodes, there was one problem I noticed when ranking them. Some teams, or more so, the Pokemon they gave these characters, never made sense to me. So much so that it took a heavy toll on the reputations. Then I thought to myself, how could I improve their teams as a Pokemon geek? Because I think I played enough Pokemon games to figure out what their teams should be. In this episode, I'm going to be giving every Gym Leader, Elite Four member, and Champion new teams that I think fit them best. I'll be choosing these teams based on Pokemon they use in the games, anime, and ones I think they should have. However, I won't be fixing every team, because there are some teams that are actually perfect. But I'll give you guys a heads up depending on who we're talking about. And to make things interesting, I'll be doing the Gen 4 route when it comes to team formats. In this case, the first 6 Gym Leaders will have 3 Pokemon, the last 2 Gym Leaders will have 4 Pokemon, the Elite 4 members will have 5 Pokemon, and of course, the Champions will have a full team consisting of 6 Pokemon. I feel like this format works the best, and I hope future games reconsider it. One last thing to note is that everything I say is just my opinion, so if you disagree with some teams I picked, that's fine. More power to you. I'm Eric from Geeks Crossing, and these are my changes to Gym Leader, Elite 4, and Champion teams. Let's start with Kanto, and who better to talk about than the man who claims that his Pokemon are all rock hard, take that out of context if you want, Brock, Geodude, Kabuto, and Onix. I decided to get Brock one of the Kanto fossils to represent the Pure City Museum. Technically, he does use both Kabutops and Omastar for the Johto games, but I went with Kabuto because it's more of a physical attacker, which is what rock types are better suited for. Next up, we have Misty. Her team will be Horsey, Poliwag, and Starmie. To me, it seemed a little lazy just to give her the Starmie line, so I replaced Staryu with Horsey and Poliwag to give her team more variety. Plus, she does use both Pokemon in the anime, so there's that to consider as well. Up next, Lieutenant Surge. This one may shock you, no pun intended. Magnemite, Electabuzz, and Raichu. I think Magnemite is much better to have than Voltorb, because being part steel helps her resist any grass-type moves. I know what you guys are really thinking. Eric, are you fucking nuts? Electabuzz is way too powerful for an early gym leader to have. Exactly. Surge is known for being extremely intimidating, so why not give him the most menacing electric type in Kanto? Besides, he already has Raichu, so he doesn't need Pikachu for his team. Next, we have Erika. Her team will be Executor, Tangula, and Vileplume. She doesn't need two Pokemon who are part poison, which is why Executor is there. Speaking of poison, up next we have Koga, who this time will have Golbat, Muck, and Weezing. I replaced both his coughings with Golbat to give his team more variety, and he did use one in the anime too. Sabrina's team will be a mix between her original and Let's Go team. Jinx, Mr. Mime, and Alakazam. It doesn't make sense for her to have Kadabra when she already has Alakazam, and it definitely doesn't make sense for her to have a fucking Venomoth, which isn't a psychic type! So giving her Mr. Mime and Jinx will help balance her team. Blaine's team will be exactly the same from Let's Go, so we'll skip him and talk about Giovanni. His team will mostly be the same. Nidoqueen, Nidoking, Dugtrio, and Rhydon. All I did was get rid of his Rhyhorn because he already has Rhydon, and even though his Persian is iconic, I'd rather see Giovanni stick with one Pokemon type. Unpopular opinion, I know. With that said, let's move on to the Elite Four. 
Now, right off the bat, it's impossible to get these guys Pokemon based on what types they specialize in, given how extremely limited the Kanto Pokedex was, so I try my best to make their teams as different as possible. Starting with Lorelei, who only has one change to her team, Dugong, Jinx, Vaporeon, Cloyster, and Lapras. All I did was replace Slowbro with Vaporeon. Yes, Vaporeon is an Ice-type, but at least they could learn an Ice-type move via level up, that being Aurora Beam. Bruno's team went through the most changes. Hitmonchan, Hitmonlee, Primeape, Poliwrath, and Machamp. Like I said, it makes no sense for Bruno to have an Onix when they could have easily given him another fighting type, and the only other fighting types introduced in Gen 1 were Primeape and Poliwrath. Agatha's team will be interesting to say the least. Haunter, Arbok, Golbat, Marowak, and Gengar. Obviously, my ghost type options were very limited, but instead of giving her another Haunter, I went with Marowak as a reference to the ghost you encounter in the Pokemon Tower. Plus, it will give her team a bit more variety instead of having a mono poison type team. And then there's Lance, the quote unquote Dragon Master, Dragonair, Gyarados, Seedra, Aerodactyl, and Dragonite. All I did was replace one of his Dragonairs with Seedra, even though it's once again not a Dragon type, it at least has connections with them. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Finally, we have Blue, who will have the same team depending on your starter, because I think each of his teams are perfect. Except for his teams in yellow, but we don't talk about that shit. <laughs> with Kanto behind us, we move on to the Johto leaders. The one major change I did with these leaders was give them at least one Pokemon from Johto, because you know, that's kind of the point of being a Johto gym leader, starting with Faulkner, whose team will be Hoodhood, Spiro, and Pidgeotto. Hoodhood was a Pokemon to use in the anime, and it's Johto's regional bird. Spiro is another Pokemon you can find pretty early in the games, which can work for him. It's funny, I was going to give him either Murkrow or Skarmory, but then I realized that'd be too OP for a first gym leader. Mostly the latter. Next, we have Bugsy, who has a much better Bug-type team. Ladyba, Shuckle, and Scyther. Okay, I say better very loosely, because we all know Ladybug is garbage, but at least he'll make a good reference to the high badge. Meanwhile, Shuckle will help him against any fire or flying types respectively. Again, don't fuckle with Shuckle. <laughs> oh god, it's time to talk about Whitney. Her team will be Clefairy, Jigglypuff, and of course, her evil cow. Since Whitney is all about having cute Pokemon and shit, I figured Jigglypuff will be a nice fit. And just like Clefairy, she can evolve with a Moonstone, Morty's team is only slightly altered. Mischievous, Haunter, and Gengar. I replace his Ghastly and Mischievous because she's the only ghost type from Johto. You would think that Morty, the ghost type gym leader from Johto, would use one. Up next, we have Chuck. His team will be Heracross, Macho, and Poliwrath. I think Heracross will be a good fit for Chuck, as it will help him combat against any Psychic types. If you ignore the fact that Heracross is also weak to Psychic moves. And Machoke is there to represent the anime. FOCUS YOUR ENERGY MACHOKE! Sorry, I had to. <laughs> Jasmine's team will be... Fortress, Magneton, and Steelix. Fortress may not be the best Steel-type overall, but she does use one in the post-game for the Gen 2 Remix, so I can see her using one for her main team. And Magneton is just her Magnemite, but evolved. Now, which Magnemite am I talking about? The hell if I know. <laughs> Next, we have the Master of Winter, aka Price. His team will be Dugong, Cloyster, Lapras, and Piloswine. Because Price already has Dugong, he doesn't need a seal. Meanwhile, Cloyster and Lapras will give him extra coverage against fire types. Our last Johto gym leader is Claire, 
who, like Lance, has to suffer from Gen 1 and 2's limitations. Gyarados, Seedra, Dragonair, and Kingdra. Again, all I did was replace one for Dragonair's with Seedra, for obvious reasons. Now it's time to talk about the Elite Four. Starting with Will, who probably has the most changes. Girafferig, Espeon, Slowking, Wobbuffet, and Zatu. Giving Will two Zatus never made sense to me. Same thing for him using Slowbro. To me, it makes more sense for him to have the Johto evolution of Slowpoke, as opposed to the Kanto one, for obvious reasons. Additionally, Girafferig, Espeon, and Wobbuffet are the only other Psychic types introduced in Gen 2. Koga's team will be the same for the most part. Aridos, Muk, Weezing, Quillfish, and Crobat. Giving Koga a fortress never made sense to me, and Quillfish is the only other poison type that was introduced in Gen 2, so why not give one to Koga? Bruno will have the same team from Kanto, except his Polyrath will be replaced with Hitmontop, for two reasons. One, Chuck already has a Polyrath, and two, he needs at least one Pokemon from Johto, and Hitmontop works the best to go alongside his other Hitmons. Then we have Karen, whose team also went through major changes. Umbreon, Murkrow, Sneasel, Houndoom, and Tyranitar. Okay, Karen is the first ever Dark-type specialist. Why the hell did they give her Pokemon like Vileplume and Gengar? Sneasel and Tyranitar are the only other Dark-types from Gen 2, which should have been added to her team. Hell, Tyranitar could have been her ace instead of Houndoom. Alright, we're back talking about Lance, who in my opinion, had the worst team out of all the champions. Lance's team should have been Dragonair, Gyarados, Kingdra, Charizard, Aerodactyl, and Dragonite. All I did was carry over Dragonair and Seedra from his Kanto team. Except that Seedra is now a Kingdra. You know, the only Dragon-type from Gen 2? And because Lance is now the Johto champion, he should have at least one Johto Pokemon? Okay, I think I made my points. With that said, let's move on to the Hoenn leaders. But Eric, what about the Kanto leaders in a Gen 2 postgame? Believe me, I thought about it. But that's too much work, man. <sighs> Starting with Roxanne, with her new team being Anorith, Lilith, and Nosepass. Roxanne is an archaeologist, so it makes sense for her to have the new fossils introduced in Gen 3. Next, we have everyone's favorite surfer, Brawly. His team will be Tyrogue, Meditite, and Makoita. I think Tyrogue will make for a more interesting choice than basic-ass Machop. Plus, it will make a nice reference to the Hitmontop he has in the postgame. Next, we have Watson, aka Blue Lake Santa Claus. His team will be Flaffy, Magneton, and Manetric. All I did was replace Voltorb with the Flaffy he has for one of his postgame teams. And since he already has a Magneton, he doesn't need a Magnemite. Flannery's team will be slightly different as well. Ninetales, Camerop, and Torkoal. I was never a big fan of the Slugma line, and since Vulpix is also native to the Hoenn decks, why not give one to Flannery, but as a majestic Ninetales? Up next, we have our father, Norman. As much as I love this guy, his team definitely needs more variety. Zangoose, Exploud, and Slacking. And I mean, A Slacking. Seriously, why the fuck did they give him two in the original games? Anyway, each of these Pokemon will represent a certain stat. We have Zangoose for speed, Exploud for special attack, and Slacking for physical attack, obviously. And yes, I'm aware that his Exploud will be underleveled. Friendly reminder that Slacking is also underleveled. With that said, let's talk about Winona. Her team will be Pidgeot, Skarmory, and Altaria. 
As much as I like Swallow, I feel like no one talks about the Pidgeot line anymore, so I gave her one to give it more recognition. Besides, her team feels more balanced when you think about it. We have a third stage evolution line, that being Pidgeot, a single stage, that being Skarmory, and of course, a two stage evolution line, that being Altaria. Tate and Liza will have the exact same team from Emerald, which works for them, so we'll skip them and talk about Juan. His team will be Crawdont, Lantern, Walrein, and Kingdra. I think Lantern will be a nice addition to his team, as it will give him his own way of providing electric immunity, aside from giving him a wish cache like in the original games. And Walrein is just a Celio, but evolved. Now we move on to Elite Four, starting with Sydney. Wait a minute, Eric. What about Wallace? Patience, people. Patience. For Sydney's team, I went with Houndoom, Shiftry, Murkrow, Sharpedo, and Absol. Houndoom looks like a more menacing Pokemon than basic ass Mightyena, and Murkrow is there to give him coverage against fighting and bug types. Speaking of which, as much as I like Cacturn, he really doesn't need two Pokemon that are four times weak to bug types. Next, we have Phoebe, who is infamous for having repeats of the same Pokemon, so I'm going to fix that. Bayonet, Mischievous, Sableye, Gengar, and Dusclops. Mischievous seems like a Pokemon Phoebe would use, and Gengar is obviously the only other ghost type I can give her, because I can't picture her using a Shedinja. Glacia is also infamous for having Pokemon repeats. To fix that, her team should be Glalie, Dugong, Cloyster, Jinx, and Walrein. Dugon and Cloyster are there to give her extra coverage against fire and rock types, and Jinx will handle any fighting types. Yeah, if you couldn't already tell, I'm only sticking with Pokemon from Gens 1, 2, and 3 for the Pokemon selections. Hence why I didn't give her a Frostlass, or Phoebe a Duck Snore like the Gen 3 remakes did. Drake will have the exact same team from Emerald, because I do think it suits him well. So we'll skip him and move on to Steven Stone. As much as I like his original team, I couldn't help but make a few changes. Skarmory, Agron, Scizor, Aerodactyl, Claydol, and Metagross. If Steven was given one more Steel type, it should be Scizor, because I do think it suits him well. And since Steven is an archaeologist, he should have at least one fossil Pokemon. But since I already gave the Gen 3 fossils to Roxanne, Aerodactyl seems like a perfect fit. After all, he does use one for the postgame in Oras. Wallace will have the same team from Emerald, because I do think it's a perfect team overall. And no, I'm not just saying that because Emerald is my favorite Pokemon game. Next, we have the Sinnoh Gym Leaders. This one is going to be interesting, because you guys know I've been critical towards a certain Gym Leader or two. <laughs> Starting with Rorik whose team this time will be Larvitar, Onix, and Cranidos. Instead of making him Brock 2.0, why not give him something more unique, like Larvitar? Plus, he does use Tyranitar for his post-game team. Next, we have Gardenia, and her team this time will be Cherum, Leafeon, and Roseraid. It's pretty much her team from Platinum, except Turtwig is replaced with Leafeon, because I do think it's a much better choice. Also, Eternal Forest is where you find the Moss Rock, so who's to say Gardenia didn't catch an Eevee and evolve it near that rock? Maylene's team will be slightly different as well. Meditite, Heracross, and Lucario. Maylene already has a Heracross for her post-game team, so I think it'll be a great fit for her main team instead of basic-ass Machoke, not to mention coverage against Psychic types. Don't say it. <laughs> Crasher Wake will also have a slightly different team. Poliwrath, Quagsire, and Floatso. Wake is supposed to be a wrestler, so he should have a water type that captures that motif, which is why I have Poliwrath replaces Gyarados. For Fantina's team, once again, I can only make one change. Driplim, Dusclops, and Mismagius. 
Think of it as a mix between your two teams from Diamond and Pearl slash Platinum, with Gengar being replaced with Duskull, except it evolved. If you thought I can only make one change to Byron's team, then you couldn't be more right. Laron, Steelix, and Bastiodon. Laron is the Pokemon that's known for mining, which is perfect for Byron. Plus, he already has an Aggron for his post-game team. Once again, I can only make one change to Candace's. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Her team has the most changes out of all the Sinnoh leaders. Abomasnow, Mamoswine, Glaceon, and Frostlass. Mamoswine is obviously her Piloswine, but evolved. And since I gave Gardenia Leafeon, I might as well give Candace Glaceon. Why the hell did they give her a Metacham is beyond me. Alright, it's time to talk about Falconer, whose team I criticized the most. Seriously? Ambipom and Octillery? Granted, his Platinum team is a hell of a lot better. But still, I want to make one change. Jolteon, Luxray, Banrotom, and Electivire. As much as I love Raichu, Banrotom is a better Pokemon to have. Because A, it gives him Ground-type immunity. And B, it's a Pokemon he used in Journeys. Honestly, it should have been part of his post-game team for the Gen 4 remakes. Come on, Falconer! A fucking Pelipper?! With that said, let's tackle the Elite Four, starting with Eren. This team is definitely going to raise some eyebrows. Scizor, Vespaquin, Armaldo, Hinsir, and Yamnega. Yes, I had the balls to remove Drapion from his team. I get it, Drapion looks like a Bug-type, and evolves from a Bug-type, but we're in Generation 4 now which means every gym leader, elite 4, and champion to an extent, should have proper teams that represent their type specialties. Armaldo is there to give him coverage against fire and flying types, and as Nick once said, Pinsir is a Pokemon that feels slept on. Shout out to Nick. Love you, buddy. Anyway, let's move on to Bertha. Her team will be Nidoqueen, Gliscor, Claydol, Hippowdon, and Rhyperior. When I did my Elite 4 ranking episode back then, I made one critical mistake. Bertha actually has three Pokemon that are four times weak to grass. So I'm going to give her one Pokemon with that detriment. Her new ace from Platinum, Rhyperior. Nidoqueen is there to give her coverage against any grass types. And Quaido can set up entry hazards, or better yet, Trick Room. Up next, we have everyone's favorite fire type expert, Flint. Who, in my opinion, had the worst team from the original Diamond Pearl games. But much like the case with his BFF, Faulkner, his team was vastly improved in Platinum. Except, I can only make one change. Flareon, Houndoom, Heatrotom, Magmortar, and Infernape. I thought it would be a nice parallel between Volkner and Flint if they both use a Rotom variant. And unlike basic-ass Rapidash, Heatrotom could give him coverage against water types. God, I still can't get over him having Steelix, Stripum, and Lopunny. It's so fucking weird, even for my standards. Moving on to Lucian, whose team in Platinum is honestly pretty good. But I want to make a few changes. Girafferig, Mr. Mime, Grumpig, Gallade, and Bronzong. Like the case with Fantina, it's pretty much a mix between his two teams, but I included Grumpy because I think it's an underrated psychic type. Finally, we have the goddess herself, Cynthia, who will not have any changes because her team is perfect. Ideally, her platinum team. Seriously, why would you give her two water types in the original games? No offense to those who love Gastrion. Now that Sinnoh's behind us, we're moving on to the Unova region. This will be interesting because if you recall, some leaders were given Pokemon from past regions in the sequel games. Meanwhile, in the originals, every leader, Elite Four member, and the champion used Pokemon native to Unova. So to make things interesting, every gym leader and Elite Four member will be given one Pokemon that's not from Unova. Starting with Silent, Chili, and Cress. For Silent, his team will be 
Oddish, Execute, and Pantsage. These are Pokemon that can evolve with a Leaf Stone. I know, Oddish can't evolve with it unless it becomes Gloom, but it still works in a way. Chili's team will be Growlithe, Vulpix, and Pantsir. All these Pokemon can evolve with a Fire Stone, and I'm sure you know where I'm going with Cress's team. Shelter, Staryu, and Pampor. You guessed it, Pokemon that can evolve with a Water Stone. Next we have Lenora, with her team being Hoot Hoot, Kangaskhan, and Watchog. Because the Nacrian Gym is supposed to be a library, I figured she needs Pokemon to represent Wisdom, and what better Pokemon to represent Wisdom than Hoot Hoot? As for Kangaskhan, it's a Pokemon she has in the sequel games, put aside the fact that she might be too OP for a second gym leader to have. Hey, I've already given Lieutenant Surge Electabuzz and Norman an underleveled Explode, so are you that surprised? Our next leader is Berg. This time he'll have Combi, Ariados, and Levani. I thought it'd be pretty cool to give him Pokemon that represent his two different gym puzzles. We have Combi to represent the Honey Walls, and Ariados for the Spiderwebs. Next we have Elisa, Unova's top model. Shocking everyone with Emolga, Luxio, and Substrika. It's pretty much her Black 2 and White 2 team, except I gave her Luxio because of its Intimidate ability, which would definitely help her against any physical attacking ground types. Speaking of ground types, it's time to talk about Clay's team. Krokorok? Quagsire, and Excadrill. I think Quagsire is a better water slash ground type instead of Palpitoad. No offense to anyone who loves the Seismitoad line, i.e. Matt. Shout out to Matt. Love you, buddy. Anyway, let's move on to Skyless team. Gliscor, Skarmory, and Swanna. Again, same team from the sequel games, but I gave her Gliscor for Electric Immunity. Then we have Bryson, who has a fairly different team. Vanillish, Weavile, Glalie, and Beartick. I think Weavile's speed and Sinister Nature will help give his team a bit more edge. I mean, he does use one for the post-game, which only solidifies my point. And Glalie's there because I think it's much more viable than Cryagonal. Then we have Drayden. For his team, it will be Dratigan, Swylus, Flygon, and Haxorus. Again, it's pretty much his team from the sequels, except I added Swylus because it's the only other Dragon type from Unova. At least in terms of final gym leader teams. Because we all know how fucking long it takes for Swylus to become High Dragon. Before we tackle the Elite Four, we have to go over the new gym leaders from the sequel games, starting with Charon. His team will be Minchino, Zigzagoon, and Lillipup. I feel like Minchino and Zigzagoon will be better options compared to basic Aspatrat. Roxy's team will be the same, except she'll have one more Pokemon, Coughing, Krogong, and Whirlipede. The newest member is Krogon, which I think goes along well with Roxy's punk rock motif. Lastly, we have Marlin, whose new team will be Golduck, Mantine, Crawdont, and Jellicent. Most of these water types are known for being strong swimmers, which is what Marlin's all about. With that said, we move on to the Elite Four. To make things easier, every member will have a mix between their teams from the original games and their sequels, with at least one Pokemon I think they should have. Starting with Chantel with their new Ghost-type team, Driplim, Bayonet, Golurk, Ducksnore, and Chandelure. The newest member is Ducksnore, an underrated ghost type in my opinion. Plus, it would help her set up any status moves, or better yet, Trick Room. Up next, Grimsley. His team will be Crocodile, Sharpedo, Sableye, Honchkrow, and Bisharp. Honchkrow is there to help him give him coverage against fighting and bug types, and Sharpedo is there to represent the ride Sharpedo we get in the Alola games. The only new addition is Sableye, as its sinister nature can fit with Grimsley's team overall. Then we have Caitlyn, whose team will consist of Hypno, 
Rosharna, Gallade, Metagross, and Gothito. Looking at her chamber, it does give off a very dreamlike setting. And what better to represent dreams, or better yet, sleep, than Hypno, even though I can't look at this Pokemon without thinking about all the creepypasta vibes. Hmm. As for Marshall, I decided to go with Hariyama, Minxiao, Machamp, Toxicroak, and Conkildur. I think Hariyama is an underrated fighting type, so I thought giving one to Marshall will help give it more recognition. Now it's time to talk about the first Unova champion, Alter. His team was weird if I'm being honest, because he feels like a Bug-type expert but at the same time he's not. So to compensate, I'll give him a mono Bug-type team, consisting of Excelgor, Escavalier, Scolipede, Crustle, Garvantula, and Volcarona. These are all Bug-types from Unova, and I think it works given their type variety. But let's move on to the better champion, Iris, who pretty much has an amplified version of Drayden's team. Hydragon, Dradigan, Flygon, Altaria, Kingdra, and Haxorus. As much as I like the fact that she used Archeops, Agron, and even Lapras, there were still plenty of Dragon types they could have given Iris, and I'm trying my best not to give champions multiple pseudos, hence why she only has Hydragon. Alright, now that Unova's behind us, we move on to the Kalos region. If you guys recall, I did an episode talking about a hypothetical Pokemon Z, and in that episode, I gave characters like the Gym Leaders and Elite Four different teams. So if you think I'm going to rehash the same teams from that episode, you're wrong. For example, every Gym Leader and Elite Four member will use a Mega Evolved Pokemon for their first battles instead of their post-game battles. Because for as important as Mega Evolution was said to be in the Gen 6 games, you hardly see it at all during the main story. At least they had the right ideas with Z-Moves and Dynamax during their respective gens, but for Megas, it's a little disappointing because I think it's the best at those three gimmicks. Also, I'm limiting myself to Megas that are introduced in X and Y, simply because the Gen 3 remakes came out after X and Y. Of course, if Gen 6 did have Pokemon Z, that would be more than happy to include them. With that said, let's go over the gym leaders, starting with Viola. The new team I thought of this time is Spinneract, Pinsir, and Vivian. Again, same team from X and Y, but I added Pinsir for more variety and for another reason which I'll get to later when I talk about Grant. For his team, it'll be Amora, Aerodactyl, and Tyrant. I know I said giving Grant two fossils did feel lazy, but it was still a challenging team all things considered, so I added Aerodactyl to give him a complete fossil team. Next we have Karina, who of course teaches us about Mega Evolution. Even though we didn't see any Megas during the beginning of the game, Viola and Grant at least have Pokemon that are capable of Mega Evolving, so it's a bit of foreshadowing if anything. But moving forward, Every Gym Leader and Elite Four member will have a Mega Pokemon for their teams. Karina's team is an easy one to figure out. Minfu, Halucha, and Mega Lucario. Looking back, I'm flabbergasted that she didn't use Mega Lucario in her gym battle. At least the anime made up for it. For Ramos, I went with Jumpluff, Gogo, and Mega Venusaur. I usually try my best not to give Gym Leaders a starter Pokemon, but Venusaur does seem to fit Ramos if he were to have a Mega. Clement will have a fairly identical team. Emolga, Heliolisk, and Mega Ampharos. Obviously, I got rid of Magneton for Mega Ampharos, which I think fits Clement the best, though some people like to argue Mega Manectric fits him better, but we can debate on that if you want. Until then, let's talk about Valerie's team. Togekiss, Sylveon, and Mega Mawile. Like I said before, Togekiss kinda matches Valerie's appearance with her wearing a fake pair of wings, and her Mawile can now Mega Evolve. Enough said. Olympia is next, with her new team being Sigilyph, Gallade, Female Meowstic, and Mega Alakazam. The same team I gave her in my Pokemon Z episode, except I added Mega Alakazam. 
finally, we have Wolfric, who pretty much has the same team from the original games. Wolrain, Cryogonal, Avalok, and Mega Abomasnow. Again, Wolrain is a very underrated ice type, so I gave one to Wolfric to help it combat against any fire types. And since he used Mega Abomasnow in the anime, he might as well use one in the games too. Now we can move on to Elite Four, starting with the Noble Knight, Wickstrom, with his new team being Klefki, Bronzong, Escavalier, Aegislash, and Mega Scizor. I gave him Bronzong instead of Probopass because its Levitate ability will help him against any ground types. Escavalier is another Knight Pokemon that goes along with Wickstrom's motif. And obviously, Scizor will be his Mega because he already has a Scizor for his canon team. And it's the Mega he used in the anime. Sort of. Malva's team will be exactly the same because I think it suits her well, except I'm adding Mega Houndoom to correspond with the anime. Next, we have Jarasna, who has a very interesting team to say the least. Drygalgy, Haxorus, Altaria, Noivern, and Mega Garchomp. I think Haxorus is a much better Dragon-type from Unova compared to Dragon. And yes, Mega Altaria is by far the better choice for Drasna, but it didn't exist until the Gen 3 remakes, so the best I could do was give her Mega Garchomp. As for Seabolt, his team will be Barbarical, Lantern, Sharpedo, Clawwitzer, and Mega Blastoise. It's pretty much the same team I gave him before, except I added Lantern to absorb any electric moves. And Blastoise was the Mega used in the anime. Finally, we have Diantha, who I won't make any changes to because I think her team is perfect. With that said, let's talk about Alola. As we know, Alola is currently the only region to not have any gym leaders, except they have Trial Captains and Island Kahunas, but because they're not gym leaders in a traditional sense, I'm actually going to skip them and talk about the Elite Four instead. Sorry, but this episode is getting long enough. <laughs> to make my selections easier, their teams will consist of Pokemon they used in both the Lola games, with a few additions of course. Starting with Hollow, his team will be Hariyama, Throw, Beware, Machamp, and Cremomitable. The new additions are Throw and Machamp, because I think Throw is another underrated fighting type, and its bulky body does kind of work for Hollow's wrestling motif. Meanwhile, Machamp is the Machop he used in the Grand Trial for the Ultra games, but fully evolved. Olivia's team will compose the Pokemon she used in both games. Gigalith, Carpink, Archaeops, Alolan Golem, and Midnight Lycanroc. The only new member is Archaeops, which will help her against any ground and grass types. Plus, have you seen how fucking fast this Pokemon can be? Hmm. Next, we have Acerola, with her team being Mimikyu, Gengar, Delmise, Frostlass, and Pylosand. The first two Pokemon are ones she used in the anime, which can work for her team. Kahili is our last Elite Four member, at least for now. Her team actually has the most changes. Gliscor, Halucha, Talonflame, Oricorio, Pom Pom Style, and Tucannon. Talonflame is there to give her coverage against Ice types, and Gliscor is there for Electric Immunity. Same thing goes for the Electric type variant of Oricorio. Before I talk about Professor Kukui, there's one more Elite Four member I almost forgot about. Of course, I'm talking about Mulane from the Ultra Games. For his team, I went with Magnezone, Fortress, Clean Clang, Metagross, and Alolan Sandslash. Fortress is there for setting up entry hazards, and Clean Clang represents his passion for engineering. Also, I think Alolan Sandslash will be a much better ace for him instead of Alolan Ductrio. Sorry, Alolan Ductrio fans. Now we can talk about Professor Kukui. As much as I like his original team, it definitely needs to be changed a bit. Braviary, Gyarados, Alolan Ninetales, Kamoa, Lucario, and the fully evolved starter with the type of advantage over your choice. Most of his team members represent the four different islands of Alola. We have Braviary for Meli Meli Island, Gyarados for Akala Island, 
alone Ninetales for Ula Ula Island, and Kamoa for Pony Island. Why the hell they didn't give him this Pokemon in canon is beyond me. Oh yeah, Lucario is there to represent the anime. As for how, he'll keep the same team because I can't really think of any other Pokemon to give him, and Trace can fuck off. At long last, we reach the Galar region. To be honest, I do think the gym leader teams are solid. It's just a matter of giving them 3 or 4 Pokemon that I think fit them best. And I'm sticking with Pokemon from the Galar decks, including Pokemon added to the DLC. Additionally, every gym leader aside from Pierce will have a G-Max Pokemon, instead of having the first two leaders have boring-ass Dynamax Pokemon for their aces. Starting with Milo, who this time will have Gossifleur, Nuzleaf, and G-Max Appleton. Nuzleaf is there to represent the shifter he has for the postgame, and Appleton feels like a better fit than Flapple, if you ignore the fact that both G-Max forms look exactly the same. Next, we have everyone's favorite waifu, Nessa. Her team will be Jinchao, Marini, and G-Max Dreadnought. Jinchao is there to help absorb any Electric-type moves, and Marini is there to handle any Grass-types. Plus, she does use a Toxapex in the postgame. Kabu's team will be slightly different as well. Arcanine, Torkoal, and G-Max Scorch. I kept Arcanine instead of Ninetales because I think it's much more viable. Also, Kabu is from the Hoenn region, so why not give him a Hoenn Fire-type like Torkoal? Then again, he does use one for the postgame, which only solidifies my point. Now we have the version-exclusive gym leaders, starting with the Fighting-type expert B. Her team will be Sock, Graplock, and G-Max Machamp. B is known for being a karate prodigy, and Hawk is known as the karate Pokemon, which is perfect for her. Graplock is also her pseudo-ace from the anime, even though she does use one for the postgame, it really should have been added to her main team. And for Mr. Shy Guy Alistair, his team will be Mimikyu, Poltegeist, and G-Max Gengar. Again, it's another mix between his main and Champion Cup team. Plus, I'm sure you probably noticed B and Alistair having some sort of parallelism, with two of them having a single-stage Pokemon, a two-stage Pokemon, and a fully evolved Pokemon as their trump cards. Enough said. For Opal, her team will be a little bit different. Mawile, Aromatisse, and G-Max Alcremi. I gave her Aromatisse because it represents two colors that Opal is obsessed with, those being pink and purple. Going back to our version-exclusive leaders, we have Gordy and his mother, Melanie. Yeah, I'm still not a big fan of Gordy, but I'll be nice enough to fix up his team. Gigalith, Midday Lycanroc, and G-Max Colossal. And for Melanie, her team will be Abomasnow, Iskew, and Lapras. As you can probably tell, Gordy's team is more on the offensive side, while Melanie's team is more on the defensive side, which works given their type specialties. We also have Pokemon that set up weather conditions instantly. In this case, Gigalith with Sandstream and Abomasnow with Snow Warning. Again, nice parallelism. It's time to talk about Pierce, who I can honestly say has a perfect team. So instead, we'll talk about Raihan. Don't get me wrong, I understand they want to give Raihan a weather-based team, but we're in Gen 8, people. You think with the many Dragon types we have now, the gym leader of that said type should have plenty of options. His new team will consist of Flygon, Tyrantrum, Garchomp, and G-Max Gerulodon. I noticed Raihan has a Sandstorm team for his gym battle, so why not give him Dragon types that can resist Sandstorm, and I think Tyrantrum and Garchomp are the best candidates. Now, this will be the part where I go over teams for the Champion Cup, but to be honest, there's not much I would change, so we're actually going to end this episode by talking about Leon, the quote-unquote undefeated champion. Granted, his Candace team is pretty solid, but I think I could give him a slightly better team. Aegislash, Haxorus, Gallade, Corviknight, Dragapult, and G-Max Charizard. Because Galar is supposed to be based off England, I figured his team should represent what England was known for, that being stories about knights and dragons. We have Aegislash, Gallade, and Corviknight to represent knights, 
And of course, we have Haxorus, Dragobolt, and Charizard to represent dragons. Insert Charizard is not a dragon type meme here. <laughs> with that said, my list has been concluded. Holy shit, that was a lot to go over. But I had fun with it. And who knows what kind of teams we'll see for the Gen 9 games. But don't expect me to do an episode like this for a while. <laughs> anyway, if you could change any of the teams from the Pokemon games, what would they be? Tell us on our Discord server or message us on Instagram at Geeks Crossing. Continue to support us on all major listening platforms, whether that be Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, or whatever platform you prefer. Check us out on Twitch at Eman the Legendary, which is also my YouTube channel, Nuclear Bacons, CryptoLot Games, and Carabyte for more geeky content. Also, tell your friends and family about us, especially any Pokemon fans you know in your life. Thank you for listening, and stay true to your geek selves.